Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday, the 8th of November, and this is a special day in history because Editorial Errors has started once again. Hello, Theo. <laughs> Welcome back. If you are unaware of editor- Editorial Errors, that is my co-host, Pascal Kempson. My name's Theo Giles, and we're very excited to start Series 2. I've been thinking about it for about a year and a half. <laughs> you know, since the last... since we ended been on my mind it has been a very very long time unfortunately for fans of the show um we should probably inform you that we have lost a vital member of the clan and that is pia marshall unfortunately she is no longer with us we miss you pia she's not dead um (laughs) i should definitely probably say that no she um she has decided to not come to university anymore and she's just living her best life down in bournemouth isn't she i believe she is i think she's having a great time from our instagram jesus christ it looks like she's having a great time (laughs) well it's great to be back in the studio and you know what else is great pascal the sting oh turn it up i've missed the sting here we go come on there it is Oh, I love a bit of jazz. Okay. Right, so... We are now just a a male duo. Oh, we are. It'd be nice to add some diversity to the group. Uh, Hopefully we'll get some guests on. I think we will probably get some very exciting guests on uh, for you in the coming weeks. But we've started this quite dry, and we haven't really... This has been a cold open. If you ever watch SNL, they do this a lot. Mm. Just go straight in. Um, I should probably give you some context as to what you're listening to right now. This show is called Editorial Errors, and this is where me and Pascal dissect the news and find stories that we feel like over the past week haven't got enough attention. So we feel... has been an error in editorial judgment somewhere. That's the best way I've ever heard it surmised. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. So, before we go on and say what should have been in the news, shall we discuss what actually was in the news? Let's. So, this week, uh, it's been a big day for Democrats in America, a uh, big week, I should say, for Democrats in America. They've made huge gains um, in the mid- midterms. Trump's going a little bit mental about it, which is great for everyone who doesn't like Trump. Yes. Which I think is 100% of this studio, am I right? I would say so. Fantastic. Um, what else has happened? So, um, for, well, in worse news, uh, British backbombing has also hit Yemen this week. So that's, that's very sad um, and devastating, actually. Um, and and just um, to clarify, we are 100% anti-bombing. We're anti-bombing as well. Studio. And um, unfortunately, again, more bad news, but London knife crime is continuing to rise with five deaths over the past six days. Um, so it has been a very sad week for the news. Um, but I still feel like uh, there have been days where I've been looking at the front page and felt like, you know what, I think I know a better story and I would have run with that instead. Absolutely. Um, Pascal, do you want to start with your story this week? Let me kick it off. All right, so... Is that a pun? Because I know what story you're doing. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, but I'm just, I'm very talented at what I do. Uh, so I, they, they just come out naturally. Okay, so my story is from the 2nd of November, 2018, which is actually last Friday. You could consider it cheating. I'm choosing not to. What did you do last Friday? Last Friday. I went to a jazz bar and it was much like our sting, incredible. Um, it was, if you're ever in South London on a Friday night, make sure to check out Jazz the Crypt. Um, very, very, very good. Joining you this Friday, I believe. I think not? we are going as a team, aren't mm-hmm. we? An editorial mm-hmm. errors night out mm-hmm. to celebrate the release of the first show. And I think we're actually speaking to you from the future because this will be coming out on Friday and today it is Thursday. Friday the 9th. Friday the 9th. Okay. Mm. Exciting. Right. Sorry. Yeah, so let me kick it off. Start afresh. Now, 2nd of November, last Friday, 
The front page on The Guardian was Leave.eu backer Banks faces criminal inquiry over Brexit campaign. Very important. Mm-hmm. However, something close to my heart, football. <laughs> um, that was also the day that Der Spiegel leaked the documents uh, that were sent from the president of Real Madrid discussing with the rest of the Premier League teams and other European teams a European Super League. <laughs> like the Champions League, but all year long. Uh, this was uh, yeah, released by Der Spiegel, which revealed clubs' plans to leave their national leagues and associations, which would mean the end of domestic football, I believe. Jesus um, So, when contacted by journalists working on the leaks, Real Madrid and key capital partners declined to comment, as they so normally do. Mm, lovely. Uh, according to The Guardian, in 2017, UEFA President Alexander Schefferen... Sorry, Alexander, if you're listening. I probably butchered that writer. Uh, but to to some clubs, I shall say it calmly and dispassionately, but firmly and resolutely, there will be no closed league. Quite simply, that is not in line with our values and ideas. So, Pascal, um, I love football. I watched the game last night. Uh, it's great. And to be honest... <laughs> and what game was that for you? It was the Man United-Juventus uh, game. Uh, actually, the game was awful. But the idea... To me, as a football fan, um, I understand where you're coming from, but I think, um, you know, when you watch the Champions League every Wednesday, it's a very special moment for every football fan because you get to see teams that rarely play and they may not ever play for years. Do you know what I mean? These are matchups that are not once in a lifetime, but once in a decade a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, why is it a bad idea? So, I think for the reason, one of the reasons is what you've just stated there yourself. Um, the Champions League, um, the the showdown between European elites is um, very special. It's something, like you said, that doesn't come along very often. So when it does happen, you can really get excited about it, um, as I do. I mean, my beloved Arsenal playing in the Europa League, but that's a different story. <laughs> Um, it's it's very special, you know. It's it's do you get the anthem, which mm. always gets everyone in the mood. The champions. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll get away with that, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> um, but also, uh, not only that, um, football is a sport for the community, and the community means the fans. Um, the fans are very loyal to every club up and down the country and nation nationwide. Yeah, worldwide. <clears throat> Thank you for agreeing. Um, but um, they're not going to be able to travel to Marseille one week, uh, Munich the next, trip to Madrid, trip to Barcelona. I mean, it sounds delightful, mm. but uh, if we have a sort of visa situation after Brexit, how are fans going to get around? What about work? Monday morning, nine o'clock. Uh, so I just think it's a bad idea overall. Um, and for me, it's, it's the death of death of football really I, under, I definitely understand that point um, I do have a question for you yes um, what do you think <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you're going to say that because I definitely wasn't about to give you my opinion then. I, I yeah, agree with you I, yeah, I, d- I like you I think European football is a sacred thing and I do enjoy the fact um, that it comes around every once in a while and you're not going to see uh, these teams play together again very soon um, I think that is great 
I agree with you. Um, and I think, to be honest, it'd be very self-indulgent for us um, to watch it all the time. I can't imagine seeing Brighton uh, v Man City on a Tuesday and then mm. Barca Man City on a Friday. I think that'd just that be a bit too I've much heard. football. Push perhaps the Premier League into the week. That's what Arsenal uh, say. Oh, I see. What so? Have what the, so the the European League on the weekends when everyone can Jesus watch Christ. and they can all get there. So it will money. be the yeah okay. And the Premier League is the best league in the world, so Absolutely. we all know that English teams would win anyway. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, yeah. No, I I agree. Um, maybe not front page. Yeah, maybe not front page. Thing, as page. the sports section <laughs> is at the back of most newspapers. <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine <laughs> it is an important it story. Was the back and page the, as and well. I think the thesis of this um, podcast doesn't need to be. Uh, they're very literal. I think it's no. you know it's just about important. shows we uh, news that we think is important. Absolutely. Okay, well I want to talk you through my one now, which actually is a bit more sombre. Um, this is very sad. So, also a bit gr- grotesque. Uh, so pardon. <laughs> um, for the first time, microplastics have been found in human stools. Sorry about that, Buzz. Um, this uh, was reported on Monday, the 22nd of October. Um, on this day, The Guardian, who I also found the story from, um, was ran with on the front page, uh, there's a 50-50 chance on getting a deal, uh, a Brexit deal. And that was from an EU official, mm. which is... If anything, shocking, isn't it, really? It's never like we hear about Brexit on the front page anymore. I Brexit, 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 Brexit. I'm sick of it, and I want to hear about something that's going to affect more people. Um, and this is one of them. So you may ask, why is it a bad idea? Firstly, let me talk you through the study. So it was done by the University of Vienna, and it suggested that tiny particles may be widespread in the human food chain, tiny particles of uh, microplastics. Um, The small study um, examined eight participants from Europe, Japan, and Russia. So they basically had to poo in a pot, and then uh, the scientists had a little look inside that that poo. Um, And... uh, (laughs) Um, what a great image to start your Friday. So there were up, <laughs> um, there were up to nine uh, different plastics were found um, for the from the ten that were uh, tested for, and, and one of the big ones was polypropylene, uh, which. Oh, this is going to shock you even more, is the main plastic used in sanitary products and diapers mm. or nappies for our English listeners. <laughs> um, so obviously that's not a nice thought, is it, that you are you have probably got microplastics from someone's nappy inside your body. Um, not for the usual reasons. <laughs> is that all right? Is that an okay joke? Yeah, I think that's a fine joke. Um so why is this a bad thing um, for the human race? Well, plastic particles inside the body, well, they're not supposed to be there, are they, really, um, if you think about it? Um, so it's a bad idea because um, it affects your digestive system, your immune system, and could aid the transmission of toxic chemicals and pathogens. Um, so this is part of a bigger debate, really, isn't it, about plastic in our oceans, which we do hear about a lot, but I think this is something which I'm surprised hasn't been reported on more because it's always spoken about do you know what i mean like um especially dietary news you know like a lot of young people are vegans these days or vegetarians or pescatarians saying that fish is a lot better for you and in reality this is where all this is coming from is the fish in our seas because we're polluting with plastic they eat the plastic that goes in their gut and then we um you know their whole body um so 
this is bad news you know the, the environment it's not just about affecting wildlife which i think a lot of people think is that oh it's fine because we're just like you know we're just uh, harming animals or whatever if you're really that cruel but it, i it just really highlights how pollution is actually affecting our health um it kind of it really makes me feel weird when i think i've got microplastics inside of me is a weird thought um here comes pascal to defend plastic <laughs> as um my dad would say mm. who is a um he's a packaging representative I don't know. that's how he'd like to be heard hello dad uh plastic doesn't grow legs and walk into the sea yes plastic is thrown into the sea this is completely our issue yeah and we need to find a way yeah ourselves well don't get me wrong i'm not personifying the plastic and saying mm. it's the plastic's fault it's no, definitely not <laughs> no but i think there are many studies to show there's one of the other only the other day that came out saying that it's costing um councils a ridiculous amount of money to, just to recycle this plastic and i think that's not even um you know that's a really stupid way of looking at it it's like oh we've got this problem it's cure it's cure. how are we going to fix the problem it's mm. making rather than just cutting off at the stem do you know what i mean there are far more efficient ways there are we can get into that and there are there. alternatives and this is where i lead into some good news Love for everybody so i'm segueing in i think this is maybe how we should do it is we should say what's bad about the world and why there's still hope because i don't want to make people think that we hate the world and we don't have any hope because i have hope because only this week Prince Charles himself, <laughs> the Prince Charles, gave a very exhilarating speech about um, plastic and how we shouldn't be throwing it into the oceans and polluting it. And he wants to build a better future for our grandchildren with all of his centralised power. Uh, yeah, I believe it was specifically. <laughs> I believe it was specifically for for Meghan's unborn yes, child. Yes, yes, but uh, but I think um, in his eyes, Meghan's child is probably just as important as us, the uh, children the of the monarchy. Um, Okay, and also, this is actually much better news. So, Thornton Budgins in Camden, North London, um, has assembled more than 1,700 plastic-free products featuring everything from fresh fruit and vegetables to wild game meat in their new plastic-free section. Now, that is actually something I highly respect. GG to you, Budgins. Um, It's sad to see you disappearing off the high street because I feel like you're doing a fantastic job with that. A plastic-free supermarket wowzers. Yes, please. Very impressive. Yes, yes, please. That is great news. And I'll tell you, that only came out today. So you're getting that fresh off the press, guys. Now, look, okay. um, This could also be perhaps one of the reasons that Budgeons is not doing so well. (laughs) Because without plastic... This is the first one. This is the first one. Without plastic, you end up with less of a shelf life, which then costs... Each company I don't know one. if that's I don't know oh, if that's it is. true. Oh, it is. It is, yeah, I understand it's true, but um, then they shouldn't be overbuying, and the supermarket shouldn't be so lazy as to think we're just gonna buy X amount of food so we can keep it on the shelf for as long. I don't want sharp food that's been on the shelf no, for well, long. No, 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 Why no. would I want to buy? You know, I, I saw a Facebook post the other day in which, in obviously, America's a totally different culture to us, but um, it was in New York, and someone was able to buy an orange peeled but in a plastic wrapper oh, no. now tell me why the creator of that thought that oh, 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 the natural oh, 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 wrapper for an orange the peel was not good enough you ever you ever peeling an orange perhaps a satsuma you're peeling away you've got slightly longer nails and you really want to there's orange 
under your nails, there's orange in your nails, you're smelling all day. Yep. Now, I think it's a lovely scent, it's <laughs> yes. not a problem for me, but I am aware <laughs> that pulp does sometimes get stuck. No, I agree with you. I, do, I, I, I can see the use of it, but, you know, I can see the use of a lot of things. Doesn't she see, say that they should be invented? So do you know really, what I mean? I think the conclusion that we're coming to here is that we need a top to bottom Rescale? Dive. Restyle. I mean, okay. I, we, we, I like that a lot. Re- we had the I like that a lot. Oh, and to finish off, my other piece of good news is that Philip Hammond, not the great Dr. Philip Hammond, our lecturer. Um, what a guy here. And I think, do we have a journalist rapping, acad- rapping jingle? No, I think we, we should do one, one anyway. Thank you, Big Phil. hand for Phil Hammond. No, um, the lesser-known Chancellor of the Exchequer, Philip Hammond, has also announced in his budget, um, when was it, the 29th of October, um, that he uh, is going to make sure that we're taxed for our plastic um, if it ha- doesn't contain more than 30% of recycled plastic, which is good. I really respect that move, but I think it's you know it's a bit of a PR stunt, isn't it? Yeah. You can just go on Facebook and realise that's what the public is worried about. Thank you, Phil. <sighs> I guess. I guess. Anyway, I've had a great week already. Me too. I've really enjoyed this day. This has been a lot of fun. Um, it's great to be back behind the mic with my good friend Pascal Kempson. That's right, there, Giles. Next week, maybe we'll have a bit more to discuss. This was only the first episode of many in the second series. I hope you've enjoyed editorial oh, just errors. Before we go, I'm going to hop in with a bit of production. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's Jesus, at tweet, editorial tweet, errors. Tweet, tweet. You can also now follow us on Instagram for some behind the scenes pickies. Some BTS, baby. That is also at editorial errors. <laughs> have you ever listened to BTS, the uh, K pop band? I have. Oh, they're the new Beatles. Perhaps a new sting a new, next week. Uh, K-pop sting? You you want a new sting? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. How are you going to turn that sting away? Uh, you know what? It's not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe we'll get two stings. Why not? Anyway, this is the perfect time to wrap up the show. I just want to thank everyone that's listening right now. I hope you have enjoyed it. Hopefully I'll have a bit more content for you next week. Perhaps some new segments. New segments. Uh, paging Dr. Phil. Hello, Dr. Phil. <laughs> um, but anyway, you've been great. We have been a mediocre. This has been Editorial Errors. Thank you for listening. 